Get ready, it's time for Motorsports Madness, powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Jacob Seelman. (laughs) Tom's looking at me funny already. This is going to be a long show. After the equivalent of a Chinese fire drill, welcome to Motorsports Madness, where I just dashed around from the production room in about 2.8 seconds flat. And we're going to time. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should have just jumped through the window. <laughs> that's a lot more fun that way. That's dangerous, Murdoch, <laughs> is what that is. We're living on the don't dangerous Don't give them any ideas. Yeah, Chris. I don't need to get hurt. Anyway, in case you haven't uh, figured it out, this traveling circus is a little bit crazy. We are broadcasting live from the Race Chaser Studios in Race City, USA, Mooresville, North Carolina. I'm Jacob Seelman, and this band of thieves that I have on this show with me is just completely uh, insane. Thieves? To my left hand is Tom Baker. To my right hand is Chris Murdoch, who is back in the studio, which is very good for, well, everybody. (laughs) I will say I've never been caught, even. I don't know. We'll we'll just move on. Yes, please move on. Joining us via the Race Chaser Skype line is Cisco Scaramuza, who is already shaking his head at all of us and going, what did I sign up for here? Well... Yeah. Cisco knows better. He knows yeah. us too well. Yeah, he does. And unfortunately, that's just bad news because we're going to hear about it at some point. However, our rookie show. producer, Randy Miller, of course, he knows us too well now, too, I think, by now. <laughs> I, I think Randy already knows Randy more than right he wanted in. to. So we'll, we'll, we'll just Let's do move. a show, yeah. shall we? We're going to do a show here in just a minute. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk some NASCAR because even though the Cup Series wasn't racing, the Field of Dreams gave two drivers, namely Brett Moffat and Justin Allgaier, a lot of things to be really happy about over Father's Day weekend, and both of those have some stories within stories to unwrap here. We will do that coming up. Yes, Murdoch, you're pointing at me. That always gets me nervous. It's not the Field of Dreams. It's the Corn Field of Dreams. <sighs> How did I know we were going to get a corn reference in in the first three minutes <laughs> I mean, of the start-finish line was a corn, a corn show. Cow. That's what we do. Well, there was corn on the walls. Just There was corn on Justin in Allgaier's car. He was trying to set a record for how many times he could say the word corn in an interview. Corn on the cob? Yeah, it's just all very corny, and yeah. I'm just going to stop while I'm behind. So yes. w- with all that said, we'll have that. We'll have NHRA. We'll have IndyCar news and rumors. There's a lot of things that we're going to unpackage over the course of this show. So we hope you'll stay right here. If we haven't already scared you off, well, good luck. So we're, <laughs> we're going to step we'll try out. try harder yeah. around the corner. <laughs> we will. We're going to step out for a moment and after this business we're back with more motorsports madness in a moment live on spreaker and the performance motorsports network you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their cars including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. 
car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Kaz Grawlin. You're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. That is fantastic because he's going to be the subject of part of this segment. We'll get to why in just a second. First off, if we haven't scared you off like we said we were going to do last segment, as Tom said, we'll try harder. But welcome back to Motorsports <laughs> Madness. You're listening to the show live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. And we're going to have some fun with the NASCAR Xfinity Series race in the cornfield of opportunity. Yep. Chris, are you happy? I'm happy. Listen, I've been in a car all day. I need to get it out of my system. The drinking word of the night is corn. 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 <sighs> all right. I'm going to start with Cisco since he didn't get to uh, have any fun just completely roasting us during the opening segment there. And before we talk about Kaz, I want to talk about the cornmobile, Cisco, because Justin Allgaier and agriculture went to work in Iowa, swept the day, led 182 of 250 laps, and I'm not even calling the battle with Christopher Bell the best moment of the race for Allgaier, in my opinion. I'm calling the move he made to squeak up the middle three wide, coming to two to go in stage one to beat Austin Sindrick the move of the race for Allgaier, because once he got the lead at that point, that was pretty much it. So what you're telling me, Jacob, is we had an Xfinity race with no cup drivers in it, and it was more exciting than the cup race we had last week. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I've Funny been, how that works. Uh, that's what I've been saying all the way back to the beginning of the Dash for Cash when we had no cup drivers in the field. Shocking. 
it's it's funny how that works. I wonder if I wonder if NASCAR, hopefully, considering basically everybody on social media told them to take notes, we're taking notes here because the venue was perfect, the racing was perfect, and hey, you know what? I think the broadcast crew was really good too. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, they actually were. They weren't bad. Yeah, that they was were fun not having bad. Regan Smith up in the booth. He did a great job. Regan is a great booth he really guy. Is. He is a great he analyst. Works either he, way. He's, yes, he's, he's good on versatile. pit road, but yeah. he's good in the booth. Yep. I mean, because he's good at talking about what he's looking at. He's been there, done that, and he has the energy of youth. Still, yes, you know what I sure. mean. He he really comes at this, and this is why I think when we get to NBC and Junior gets to the booth. Oh boy! I mean, again, it's it's. It's that energy that that God I, bless the Fox guys. But. I, be, I believe Junior has already pretty much you know stolen the show because I've been watching some of the, the commercial spots yeah. leading up to that, and they're just gold. I I, I love watching them. I'm laughing when when at the end of one of the commercials he says, "And you still got to put up with me," and he puts the headset. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was pretty funny. Well, I got to give Junior credit. The way he put it was perfect. He says, "I'll be talking when Steve's not talking, or when Jeff's not talking." Or maybe sometimes I'll be talking when they're talking. We just won't be talking when we're, when Rick's talking. Nobody <laughs> talks when Rick's talking. <laughs> well, I just love his line. You know, you're going to have to tether me to the floor once we start. You know, because that's who Junior is. And I think yeah. that's Regan brings that same passion. You know, I'm really proud of him. I've known him since he was five years old, and I've watched him grow up. And, you know, he's had a really good career as a racer. But this is just something he's taken mm-hmm. to like a duck to water. He has. It's great. Yeah, getting back to the Xfinity race. Yeah. Chris, how big was Justin Allgaier not just winning this race on Sunday, but dominating this race on Sunday the way he did to make up for the penalty win that wasn't after Dover? Yeah, he got got rid of his corn-cumbered win there. So, um <laughs> He he was able to <laughs> wow. confidence. It, it was able to give him a confidence boost. He was able to dominate. He was able to get a, up there. He was able to go out there win a race, not getting struck by penalties yet. We, still we I was going to say we think yet. we don't we don't know yet, but he seemed pretty excited. His guys it gave them a confidence boost because the crew works on the car night in night out. So it was great to see that JRM team really just. Fire off on all cylinders, basically, and get the win in Iowa. And on the flip side of that coin, Christopher Bell tried and 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 couldn't make it happen. I was so waiting for the Noah Gregson move. He wasn't close enough. He just enough. didn't get, yeah, he just that didn't get the, close enough to make it. If he hadn't hit the wall coming to the white flag, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that was, I, I just sat there and I'm going, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's Except, coming. And, and then but, when he tagged the wall yeah, coming to the white, I was like, like ah, no, it's you know, not coming. And it wasn't obviously that I cared which one of them won. It was just I wanted to see Chris yeah. go for it at the end because you know he would have. Oh, he He's would've. been very totally frustrated, honestly, I think. Yeah. Yes. That, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten more out of the season than he has, but um, he drove a great race. There were some really, really good performances in this race that are worthy of talking about his being one of them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Riley Herbst finishing sixth on debut is another. And certainly you can't overlook the fact that Kaz Grala in the second half of that race was a top 10 contender at times a top five contender 
contender. Comes away with his second top 10 finish in four starts for Fury Race Cars. And I was talking to his mom and dad on the phone earlier today. And the best news I've heard so far this week, granted it's a young week still, but there's interest. And that can only be a good thing. The other good news, Tom... The Xfinity Series has an off week, so they have a little extra time built in here to, to put something to put together, something together yeah. before we go to the next race weekend at Chicagoland at the end of the month. Well, I don't know how you could not be interested in, in this team. Be, right. Because even if you say, well, who is Kaz Grala, you have to look at the fact that this team and this effort yes. has gotten more TV time and more media time, more conversation than just about anybody else in the series over the last three weeks so absolutely just if if for no other reason chris than because there's been so much publicity surrounding this whole thing you know this is a really smart marketing buy for somebody who's wanting to get in at the xfinity level well let's put it this way guys he's new he's a rookie Yep, He's overcame so much adversity yep. so far this season, made the best of it, a couple top tens here and there. He's running really well, making the best out of everything he can in this situation, and he's classy. He handled the whole situation Absolutely. with class, didn't name drop anybody, didn't, didn't bag on anybody. He handled it with class, picked his head up, put on the helmet, went out there and just did what he did best, and that's drive. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, like I said before, I think this is going to be one of those teams. This is the right time in the, in the right situation for that team. Kaz coming out of the situation with JGL and going into this deal and bringing Tony Urie Jr. back to the racetrack again. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there again, I mean, this is just one of those things that to me, this is the perfect opportunity for some sponsor to jump on board and really grow with this organization because yep. you know if he had the right resources, you give that team the resources they need, they will be up running in the top five. I promise you that. Absolutely. They've got too much experience in motorsports between all the parties involved not to be running in the top five. So it's all well and good. And I know we don't really have enough time to get to it in this segment, so we'll save it for the next segment. But uh, coming up... We were talking about the uh, the land of opportunity, the field of dreams, however you want to put it. But the truck series painted a picture much like it did one season ago, Tom, when John Hunter Nemechek came in knowing he had to win. Second wasn't an option. He had to win, and he won. Well, Saturday in the truck series... We had another driver who came into Iowa basically knowing he had to win. And Brett Moffitt, along with some great strategy from Scott Zipidelli, went out, and lo and behold, he won. By the way, if you're interested in sponsoring a truck team... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. From one driver... See the last discussion we just had about Kaz Grawl, but but go to the truck series. From one driver needing sponsorship to another driver needing sponsorship. And that's exactly how this season has been for Shiggy Hattori and that group, hasn't it? I mean, just when you think they're down, they come back and win a race. It's like it's... And look, again, just like the new team that Kaz is around Fury Race Cars, 
um, <clears throat> excuse me, Hitori Racing is is a little team that performs very big. Absolutely, they don't have the personnel that the, the some of the larger teams do. They're also the only team still running the manufacturer engine too. Well, yeah, that's another whole uh, thing. But they, the thing is, that team has got the performance aspect down. And Absolutely. Brett Moffitt just works so well with those guys. I think it's the perfect team, like you said. They, they're, again, like Cass, they just need some more dollars to keep things going over there. So hopefully they'll get that too. Indeed. We're going to step aside. When we return, we'll talk more trucks and get into black and checkered flags as well. You're listening to Motorsports Madness, and we've got more right around the turn, live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. 
As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. Warning, Jacob has a rant coming later in the show. I just thought I would get that out there now so that everybody's prepared when it happens. Okay. In the meantime, yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, Cisco Scaramuza with you talking. (laughs) Chris is uh, officially, yeah, Chris is understanding why I'm going to rant later. Don't don't say it. Don't don't even. We're going to wait. No, I'm. Gotta go check it out. Uh, all right, continuing talking, we're talking tr- trucks. Yeah, we're talking trucks, and Cisco. We're going to talk about Brett Moffat, like we were talking about in the last segment. He won when he had to. It is a crime, Oops. in my opinion, that this team right now doesn't know if they're going to race past this weekend at Gateway. That is a crime, in my opinion. They're third in points. They've got two wins. Like seriously. Re the conversation we had this time about this time last year about Bubba Wallace, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's. I think I said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. This is feels like the exact same situation all over again. Great driver, great crew, no funding. Well, hopefully there's going to be funding hopefully. after all this is over. Chris, I'm just noticing, uh, like, every time I look at the sheet, I'm just noticing <laughs> another driver. <and> it's <laughs> I'm still not down. getting into that uh. right now. So, shush. I, talk about trucks for a minute. Because th- this, uh, we learned two things out of this truck race, in my opinion. Number one, Hattori Racing Enterprises is the real deal, as Tom said uh-huh. a few minutes ago. Number two, Noah Gregson has no shortage of heart. He he gave it everything he could. <laughs> he, he he even channeled his inner Carl Edwards. Yeah, he he gave it everything he could, uh, but it just goes to show how on on track Katori is right now with the yep. with their their performance and how they can just go out there and do what Brett Moffat did. That was surprising. That's the final seventy six laps. I mean, that was crazy enough for me. And, and with Noah Gregson completely. Trying to, I mean, trying. Yes. He gave it everything he had. Did, did, did you have flashbacks to Kansas 2008? Please I, tell me you did. <laughs> did. He, was, he was going for it. But, I mean, with all that, a driver I do have to tip my hat to out of this entire race. Yep. The driver who finished third, Harrison Burton. Oh, my gosh. He did so well that Won race. the pole, Tom, set and led laps in the opening stage looked for a while like he was going to contend for the win, and inside the final 10 laps, the fastest truck among the top three was not Brett Moffat or Noah Gregson. It was Harrison Burton. He was running them both down and just ran out of time to get there, but the 17-year-old did a whale of a job. Well, Harrison Burton just goes out and does it, doesn't he? Yes, exactly. Put him him in an ARCA car at Pocono, first time on the super speedway, and he goes and wins it. You know, you take him and put him in a truck, go to... Iowa, and he goes out and darn near steals the show and mm-hmm. almost 
he it, it could have well been that he ended up getting gifted the show. Yeah, um, on that last lap. Because yeah, if had it, Noah it, had Noah misjudged that by yeah. about six more inches, he'd have taken Brett out, and Harrison yeah. probably would have won. Would have went by them both in one. Yeah, um, but yeah, again, Harrison is going to be a star. We, yes. I think we've known that for a while. This young man not only has the ability to wheel a race car but he he's developed the ability mm-hmm. to know how to control a race car yes. in the sense of you know he 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 generally doesn't make mistakes he's very patient he just goes out and get the job done and of course he also off the track has just a ton of charisma you know, he's going to be a future star a in the Cup person. Series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is a chip off the old block in every sense of the word uh, when you think about him being the son of Jeff Burton. Oh, I would argue he <laughs> – and Jeff has said as much to me at times. He's better than the block. Yeah, I mean, he just – Harrison is just a bundle of fun. Yes, You know, we Amen. love having him in to do the shows because he just kind of comes in and takes over. Uh, yes, <laughs> he does, and that's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Now, I want to go uh, also give a shout-out real quickly to Riley uh, – not Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst is driving a truck this weekend well, we at, at Gateway. Yeah, I, I gave <laughs> a shout-out to Riley in our last segment. I got my uh, I, I got my young guns kind of crisscrossed here. I was trying to go for Christian Eckes, who oh, yeah. ran the 46 truck in Saturday's truck race at Iowa and proceeded to come back from a spin – to run in eighth in the 46 truck for KBM in his debut. Great run for him. I think it could have been a little stronger. He was knocking on the door of the top five at one time in the last stage and just faded a little on the last restart. But another one of the young guns that I think is going to be a big deal in that series going forward. So I want to transition now to black and checkered flags, y'all. And I'm going last, just calling it now. Chris, Tom, Cisco, and then me. One black flag, one checkered flag from the weekend in NASCAR as a whole. Uh, my black flag uh, between, I guess we're just going one black flag between the whole weekend? Yeah, either okay. truck or Xfinity. Okay, my black flag will have to go to, it's really hard because those were really good races. There, It's really hard to give somebody a black flag. Uh, you don't have to. And I really don't think – I mean, I was going to give it to the the five of Michael Annette because they're, they're, well. just, they're just the one JRM car that has yet to show up. They're, yeah. Everybody's there. Tyler, Elliot, Justin, where's Michael? I yeah, mean, he's exactly. in the five car. He's in the best equipment in the entire Xfinity series. Exactly. If I was going to give a black flag, it would be – to that five of Michael Annette. My checkered flag, though, is going to flop over to the truck series to a driver that led 48 laps, one segment two, and finished in the top ten, Stuart Friesen. He has been doing really, really well these past few weeks, been running up front, contending for wins, and he's just that close, guys. Tom. I am black flagging the fans oh, in the good. Iowa area. Where in the Sam Hill were you? You had a double header at Iowa Speedway. Two of the best races we'll see all year. And there were a ton of fans disguised as empty seats. 
Come on, people. If you want a cup race at your facility, you're going to have to prove that you'll go out and support it. I'm going to reiterate the same rant that I gave to Dave Moody on Sirius XM Speedway earlier today. Logistically, Iowa Speedway cannot host a cup race right now, period. I'll get back to that later. Sorry, continue. I And I disagree with that categorically, but it, 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 the bottom line is if you're not going to fill the stands for an Xfinity or a truck race, you're not going to fill the stands for a cup race either. I think it's sad. The turnout was sad this weekend, so the it black was. flag goes to the fans out in the Iowa area. Now, as for a checkered flag, good grief, I could hand out about a dozen of them, but... Uh-huh. Um, You know, I really want to give some serious props to exactly who Chris gave them to because I watched Stuart Friesen in that race, and this wasn't just about Stuart sort of being up there. Uh Stuart was racing up there. Correct. And, you know, he... He took the lead at one point. Yes, he is so close to winning a truck race, and... You know, everybody thinks Eldora, and I, I've been on this show stating he would win Eldora. I still believe it. But, yeah. you know, it's one of those situations where I I really think he could get a couple of oval wins before the year is done. And I yes, mean, please. oval, by the way. Yes, quickly, Chris. Can I do a quick uh, checkered flag just because I noticed it for the Xfinity Series? Go ahead. A driver who is another driver that's really close. You guys are going to call me biased. But he's such a nice guy. He deserves everything he's getting. He's making the most of his opportunity. Austin Sindrick, leading won 58 laps. Won yeah, the he did pole. a good job. Uh, Austin drove he's another race. guy yeah. that is just so close to breaking through. the best race I've seen him drive all year in time. Majeski, yes. too. Yeah, Majeski finally God got a finally finish. Got some luck. Yeah. Cisco. Well, you guys literally just took my checkered flag, <laughs> which was going to go to go figure Ty Majeski. Well, you he can still give it. a race yeah. at Iowa. Yeah. So yeah. Goodness for that. I and my black flag in the tradition of Cisco giving it to inanimate objects because <laughs> it basically, for whatever reason, decided, oh, yeah, no, we don't want these guys to finish up front. Uh, I'm going to black flag Matt Crafton's right front. Left <laughs> front. Left front. Left okay. front. Yeah, that, front. Whatever. Yeah. Still. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> that was not like it good. Took, it took him out. It basically took John Hunter out of it. Well, it, took it did. You, out of it. You do recall it, that Crafton blamed Friesen and the other guys for that situation, and basically called again, them all less than you know a nice name. Once but, again, yeah, grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. pretty much. So. You know, hard for me to be too sympathetic there because uh, he didn't handle it very well. But yeah. Go ahead. Hey, guess what, guys? Since y'all got all excited and took up all our time in this segment, I get to give my black and checkered flags after we come back because if I don't, Randy's going to throw something at me, and nobody wants that because I need to like I survive. I for- on, no, I need step to survive up. for the rest of this show, please. Thanks. <laughs> all right, we're going to step aside. On the other side... I'm going to get a little hyper, and I'll tell you why in a moment. You're listening to Motorsports Madness. We are live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network, and we'll be back after this. Okay, so, Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's. Yep. And, Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. 
And sometimes all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 this is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children name one of the leading killers of u.s children age 1 to 13 what's the best way to protect children in a car crash At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. We should start calling him Noah Edwards because, as we mentioned, if you haven't seen the last lap of the truck race from Saturday, go find the clip somewhere and watch it and then compare it to 2008 when Carl Edwards tried to beat Jimmy Johnson on the last lap at Kansas in the playoffs, and you'll understand why I say that. In the meantime, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. We are live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. My name is Jacob Seelman. I am joined on the program by Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, and Cisco Scaramuza via the Miracles of Modern Technology and I didn't get to give my black and checkered flags during the last segment, so I get to do that right now. I'm going to start with my checkered flag. It is going in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and it is going to Riley Herbst because I had absolutely zero expectations for him coming into this race over the weekend, and Riley took it with the 18 car and basically blew it out of the water. He was very impressive. He had to come back from a pit road penalty at one point, still drove his way back into the top 10, almost into the top five. And I feel like had a top five car on speed all day long if it wasn't for one circumstance or another that just kept him from quite cracking that threshold, but did an amazing job in that 18 car, and I yep. would argue has earned another shot if they can find one to give it to him and later And you were in the, the one last week I know, said. I know, I am glad that he proved <laughs> me wrong. Riley, if you're listening, I'm sorry, ready. okay? I'm sorry. I, I admit it, I was wrong. It really does happen. It really does, contrary to the people that think I don't screw things up sometimes. Trust me, I do. All right, Black Flag staying in the Xfinity Series. I'm giving it to Elliot Sadler's tire. 
Specific- Lots of tires getting black flags Spe- on this show. <laughs> Specifically, the tire that blew out put him into the wall and left him as low as 36th, four laps down at one point. Because this was the abysmal, horrid luck that, well, everybody knew that was eventually going to strike Elliott. He had 12 straight top 10s to start the year, and he's basically had disaster the last two races, which is why it's good he had such a big lead in the point standings, because he's really needing to burn some of it right now. Uh, It it was just not a good day for the one car, and it wasn't anybody's fault, really. I mean, Elliott had no warning. It just happened, and, well, that was the end of that. So they get a week off to reset before they go to the Chicagoland Speedway for the next race uh, in what will be, I think, a quadruple header weekend, if I am not mistaken. Cisco, you're the one from up there. That's four races in two weeks, right? I think it's something Arca like that. Truck, I'm just, I'm just curmudgeon about how hot it is going to be and why I'm not going to be there because I know. it's going to be so darn hot. I know. You, we've already had that discussion, and I know in a couple weeks. You're... Yeah, but it was on Thursday. I can have it again, right? Well, not now because I still have something else that I want to get to here, which is why... I'm offering an additional black flag, and it's not to do with anything that happened this past weekend. It's to do with something that's happening this coming weekend. Dear NASCAR, from all the fans who get really mad about cup drivers dropping down into lower series, stop this bull crap that's happening on Saturday. There are six. I Well, okay, right. let me rephrase that. There are currently five confirmed and a, six high, and a sixth that's highly speculated, but right now five confirmed Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series regulars running the K&M Pro Series West race at Sonoma on Saturday. <laughs> you think I'm mad about cup drivers coming down and running Xfinity races and Kyle we're coming going, down and running truck races? Now. I'm absolutely incensed over this. This is not a K&N West race at this point, Tom. I'm going to use your favorite term. It's cup light, and I don't like it. Um, well, yeah, you could say that. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of this. I mean, when you look at the entry list, it reads like a bit more like a cup. Although, well, here's the deal. Let's Let's just go through this here. So, we we did talk about Will Rogers and Will is is a more or less still K and N Arca runner. He's absolutely a K and N Arca runner. So so he's fine. But here's here's the interesting thing about this entry list, and it's and it's strange for me because I look at this and I go, okay. So the first the first thing that catches my mind is we've got Eric Jones running in the K&N Pro Series West race. He's driving a David Gilliland car, number 20, sponsored by DeWalt. Then I look a little further and see that in the 24 car is Alex Bowman. Alex is driving for Bill McAnally. Exalta Nationwide <laughs> in, in, on the in car. In a Toyota lay, Hang by on. the it, way. It, it, it gets better. Yeah, Toyota lay, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Chevroyota. Um, in the 27 car... Driving for Jerry Pitts is the guy who usually drives the 24 in the Cup Series. William Byron, sponsored by Liberty. Who now, granted, William looks like he should still be in, in the yeah. Series, but Ouch. because you know, <laughs> looks like he still should Ouch. be in high school. But they're running him in the K and M Pro Series West race. But wait, we're, there's more in the 41 car, and this is what's really funny: the listed owner Tony Stewart. 
Crewed by Richard Boswell in the Dembeste Water Solutions entry is Eric Almarola. Now, why Eric Almarola is in the K&N West race, who knows? Now, we scan a little farther down the list in the number 54 car. Driving for David Gilliland, crew chief by Seth Smith. In the Aris Toyota, it's Daniel Suarez in the number 54. And you were talking about this highly speculated. I think you may be the only one speculating it. But um, we in the four car is owned by Bob Farmer, whoever that is. Crew chief TBA, sponsor TBA, driver TBA. Uh, I know you're speculating Kevin Harvick. I'm not so sure. But, I mean, when you look at this, you've got at least, what, five of the the cup drivers in this race. I kept looking for Austin Dillon, and I didn't see him on the list. He ran it a couple years ago. I would have thought he might have been. But um, I don't know. I, I just, to me, if you're going to allow this, this should not be a points race for the K&M Pro S Series because obviously these cup guys are going yep. to have equipment that is better than just about everything else on the racetrack yep. other than maybe, you know, the other. I mean, Will Rogers is always strong with the Jefferson Pitts car, but I don't know. I This just frustrates me to no end because I look at this and see 31 cars and think, well, this is a great list. And you got guys like Trevor Huddleston, trying to make a, a, a point here. Ryan Partridge has entered, you know, but then you get these cup guys and it's like, you're not going to catch these guys. I mean, Will Rogers might have a shot, but that's it. Yep. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's, I, I mean, I made Jacob laugh with how many hand gestures I was given. You this were screen. fuming as bad as I, I was I keep, mean, at least keeping myself under control, Chris. It's, it's ridiculous, guys. And I mean, it's, it's, it's another cup race. It's a cup race at Sonoma, let, part two. Let me read you something from the the, uh, the the home tracks page. The This is an opportunity for cup drivers, especially the younger ones, to get extra track time before Sunday's show. Then they brag about past winners. Brian Vickers, 2006. Joey Logano, 2011. Kyle Larson, 2014. Chase Elliott, two years ago in 16. And I love this one. Um, Bowman will be driving in a car prepared by BMR while Bowman will be with Jefferson Pitts Racing. You Can know. you say typo? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag editor problems. Oops. Anyway. Cisco, save I, us from ourselves. I just want to point out the point that Will Rogers made when he was on the Thursday show last week. And he said that he didn't have a problem with cup drivers coming in assuming that they were in the same equipment that they that they run normally in that series now suarez and jones they're in dgr cars which are basically just trd cars so i can't really sign off on that same with eric almarola but I that's do an shr car <laughs> exactly yeah. and the four car but, will be too if it's going to be yes. kevin harvick or any other cup driver but byron and bowman are in mcanally and pitts which is basically cars. cup well mcanally is cup stuff Yes, but those but. two owners both run in that series regularly. regularly. So I'm just I gotta I gotta point out I'm trying to play well, devil's fine. advocate here. So well, I'm just pointing that out. You can play devil's advocate. I just yeah. I think it's ridiculous, and I think it just it takes away from the fact that this should be a great opportunity for the West drivers to showcase themselves, and that's not going to happen with these Cup guys in the field. But 
Chris? Well, if I'm just pointing something out, looking at the entry list, the only car that does not have a manufacturer listed is the 24 of Alex Bowman. So who knows what that entails? Well, it's a Bill McAnally car. They didn't list the manufacturer. That's why Jacob said uh, Chevrolet. Chevrolet. What did Toyota Lay. Toyota Lay. And I said Chevrolet. Uh, because a- a- actually, if I was making the joke right, it would be Toyota Lay. Yeah, that's exactly what I There's no way, exactly there's no way that, I was just trying to not get that Hendrick or Chevy would allow him to drive a Toyota. Right. Exactly. So what's going like? I mean, you got so this is so broken. Nothing. It makes me. He's just gonna. It's the it's the Wonder Woman invisible car. He's yeah. just gonna be driving out there on the track, just hanging what, out with yeah. everybody what, else. What kind of car is it? We have no idea. <laughs> it's yeah, a hybrid. Yeah, there you go. It's a mutt. Something like that. All right, we have a few minutes left in this segment before we get completely. Well, we already got completely out of hand here. We did that about uh, an hour easy. ago. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I let in the the next segment out of hand because I was just mad. It's okay. All right, so. Going to open wheel, completely going away from NASCAR for a couple minutes. 24 hours of Le Mans happened over the weekend in France. Toyota and Fernando Alonso, along with uh, a couple of Fernando's friends, because the media made it seem like Fernando was the only thing in the Toyota 8 car all weekend There were other drivers. Yeah, there really were. But the point I want to make here is Fernando Alonso (laughs) co-drove the number 8 Toyota prototype to victory in that race and now has won two of the three legs of the motorsport triple crown the only one left is the indianapolis 500 leading us cisco to the rumor that the mclaren factory team is coming to indycar next year are we believing it finally yes and i'm believing that toyota is going to show up as the next engine manufacturer in indycar because i just feel like that's going to be a thing in some way shape or form unless of course honda's like no no we're gonna buy you out but after the whole mclaren honda thing that's been happening in f1 and how grumpy and alonso was with that i don't know yet so yes chris and it's going to be a stretch, and it's far back in the timeline, Jacob. But we once sat on a couch with Mr. Fernando Alonso. Yes, we and did. He back was in media so disappointed. January. He was so disappointed that he didn't get the Indy 500, and he's really, really wanting to get back to it. First words out of his mouth post-race. Now we go for the Indy 500, Tom. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that's a goal that he wants to achieve because – it would put him in very rarefied air to be able to say that he's gone and 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 done that. But I think, you know, I guess the next um, the next thing that you have to think about is okay, how realistic is it that uh, McLaren can put? I mean, putting together a drive in the Indy 500 is one situation. But I believe that McLaren ultimately is thinking about running the entire season. Exactly. And so how realistic is that, that they can get a team together? And then, as you talked about earlier, the potential for a third motor manufacturer. To <coughs> Toyota. Them. Yeah, which, uh, which would make that a little bit easier because obviously more availability of engines. I don't think anybody including Fernando Alonso, would be upset with him going to IndyCar for a full season. Uh, No, because, hey, he can win something finally, Cisco. 
if Red Bull can uh, pay for two cup cars in the Cup Series for several years and not do anything with them, then I think <laughs> Toyota and McLaren would be able to pay for an IndyCar for a whole year for Nando to go out and probably win, like, four races. Just saying. Uh, by the way, should should we give a little credit to Fernando's backup band here? You know, if we're, if you're going just, to, just so we aren't part of the media who completely just uh, dog the other guys, uh Kazuki Nakajima. Yes. And Who Seba- won the poll, by the way. Yes, and Sebastian Buemi are uh, the other two drivers that uh, were with Fernando. And yes, and Nakajima took the car to the checkered flag, as uh, he has done the last couple of years. So uh, props to them. The sister Toyota Hybrid also, by the way, finally made it to the checkered flag and finished as the runner-up. So a 1-2 for Toyota at Le Mans and rumors that Fernando's coming to IndyCar. I love it. We're going to step away. When we return, well, who knows what else we'll get into. You're listening to Motorsports Madness, and we're back in a moment on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. (laughs) My mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. 
For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Tyler Dipple, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. You're listening to the show live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. And for those of you who have been listening and are thinking, are they done yet? The answer to that is no. We have another whole hour coming up here shortly in, uh, well, the second half of our show. We're going to talk to our version of Dr. Dirt. Steve Oven's going to be joining us in a few minutes, and there was a lot to get to on that side of the motorsports landscape. Tom, uh, the New Deal finally got a win over the weekend and pocketed $20,000. Hudson O'Neill did for yes, for his effort. That's sure a win did. that was about two years overdue. Yeah, it was. You had right. Kyle Larson winning in a sprint car. Yeah. You had Kyle Larson getting beat in a sprint car. So if you couldn't find something, dirt racing fans, that you liked over the weekend, there's something wrong with you because there was pretty much something for everybody over the course of the last couple of days. And it's continuing because we have USAC's Eastern Storm Tour coming up for the next couple of days. You've still got Ohio Sprint Speed Week yeah. that's going on. So uh, that that's just our little teaser. Uh, if you uh, want to hear more about that, we'll stick around because in just a handful of minutes, we are going to be back on Motorsports Madness. We will bring in Steve Ovens and we will get ready to have a lot of fun here as we move into the second half of our show. But we have a little bit of business to do first, and Randy's going to punch some buttons, and we'll continue the show right after this. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. I'm an HRA Pro Stock Racer, Tanner Gray, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. That's another thing we're going to be talking about in the second half of our show. We'll have some tidbits and things that we were keeping an eye on from the NHRA Thunder Valley Nationals over the weekend at Bristol Dragway, Tom. That was that was fun, and that featured some fun. major surprises uh, in a couple of the classes. Top Fuel specifically comes to mind that we can talk about a little later in the show. It did not, unfortunately, come with a Tanner Gray victory. That would have made that reentry yeah. very, very fitting. However, uh, we'll, we'll work on that for the next one as they're closing in on the finish of a stretch of four straight races, so it's kind of a busy time 
time for the drag racing set. If you're just joining us, this is Motorsports Madness. If you're still joining us, I'm kind of impressed because <laughs> usually by now I've gotten messages that we've scared people off or what have you. So Jacob Seelman joined by Tom Baker and Chris Murdoch in the Race Chaser Studios live from Race City USA, Mooresville, North Carolina. Cisco Scaramuza joining us via the Race Chaser Skype line and Dr. Dirt Steve Ovens going to be coming uh, in just a matter of moments here to join us on the program and this to me was just to kind of set the table for the second hour Tom this was a weekend in which you had a lot of things that were expected in some sense Kyle Larson winning in a sprint car is expected you had some things that were unexpected Kyle Larson getting beat in a sprint car <laughs> is somewhat unexpected, as was, I think, the win by, by Brett Moffat uh, when you consider how good Johnny Sauter's been. Uh, Justin Allgaier dominating the way he did, I felt like, was at least slightly unexpected. And then you had some things that were just kind of off the wall. And I'll elaborate on the bullet that I'm going to throw out here, but Mike Salinas making it to the final yes. round in top fuel at Bristol was What? <laughs> Yeah, I kept watching, just waiting for, you know. You were waiting for the bubble to burst. Sure, it's one of those scenarios where, you know, he wins the first round, and then you're like, well, that was great. That was very cool. And then he wins another round. You're like, wow, okay, good day. And he wins another round. You you know, you just sort of keep waiting for uh, the inevitable, and it never happens. I mean, you know, that was an amazing uh, that just goes to show that in NHRA, I think more than any other form of national racing, as long as you can get there and you've got a good team and a good car, you on any given day can pull a win. And that was that was really cool. I mean, that car, you can tell that they don't have the funding that, you know, the top teams that they're racing against have. And you know, the car certainly wasn't the prettiest looking car there, but it but doesn't it have to be. No, it, was, it just has to go in a straight line. <laughs> really fast. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That was really cool to see that. All right, we're going to talk more NHRA coming up before the end of this show. Right now, though, we're going to get ready to dive into our dirt conversation with Steve Ovens coming up in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Motorsports Madness, and we roll onward around the turn, live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go, and you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. 
My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that helped me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Well, Chris was having a discussion about this particular bumper music as we were getting ready to start the show. You guys don't know good music. Well, Steve knows good music. That was his thing. And yep. we are going to roll right on with this edition of Motorsports Madness. And welcome in, Dr. Dirt, right now. Steve, we missed you in hour one. I had a rant, and you just you completely weren't there to make it even better because you would have. Well, let's make up for it now, shall we, boys? <laughs> let's. And it's not even going to be a rant, though, Steve, because I, where I want to start on the dirt side is the fact that we have been waiting and waiting and waiting for the moment when Hudson O'Neill, the New Deal, came into his own. The New Deal came into his own at the mag over the weekend because Hudson barnstormed 20 grand and a crown jewel victory for his first Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series win, a win that I believe you called, oh, about two years overdue. Yeah, it was definitely two years overdue. And you know what? If if he's got to wait that long to get a win, why not the clash at the Mac? You know what I mean? I mean, why not? That's what I say. Make a statement. And I love that he came on. He did not dominate the race per se, but he was strong, Steve, when it counted. When you're talking about racing some of the best, you pass Josh Richards to win it. You hold off Bobby Pierce. I mean, this wasn't just a win. This was a statement win. It was. And and there's a part of this story, Jacob, that I appreciate more then maybe another young driver getting their first win. You know, Hudson O'Neill is one of these guys, whether you look at the dirt or the pavement side of things, that it's it would be very easy for somebody who's not necessarily educated in the sport or has followed Hudson O'Neill's career to say, well, of course it's easy for, me, for him. He, he's just getting handed everything. Uh, this young no. man has worked his tail off. He's not been given anything. He has earned every inch of everything he's gotten up to this point, including a win where he arguably beat the best dirt late model driver on the planet. I mean, I know there's a lot of great drivers, but when you talk about Josh Richards, you're talking about greatness. You're Mm -hmm. talking about uh, a driver of his time. 
Um, and, you know, to do that, to make that statement, and all that he's done to get to this point, it is just a fabulous story. Um, congratulations to Hudson because, yes, you're right, Jacob, this is absolutely a statement. And, you know, they say this often on the NASCAR side of things, Tom, but I really feel like now that he's finally got the monkey off his back, this is not going to be a one-and-done for him this season. Oh, there! I think you would have to be a little bit naive to think that he won't win again. Momentum is a funny thing. And once you've won once and you can say that you did it, then you tend to do it again fairly quickly after the first one. And you tend to do it multiple times. So, uh, yeah, I would I would definitely peg him for at least one more, if not a few more wins this season. And this is a kid that's going to be one of the best for a long time to come. And I don't really know what his aspirations are uh, as far as career-wise. But if he desires to go farther than you know, say the the dirt late models, I think he certainly has an opportunity to do that. Oh, sure. You know, he's got all the marketability and everything that he needs. Um, You know, if he gets the right opportunity, I could surely see him being successful at a national level in in stock cars if that's what he chooses to do. But honestly, I hope he stays in the late models because we need more young kids like him to stay on the dirt side of things so that there's some staying power over there rather than everybody just automatically going to NASCAR because that's where the money is. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we've and, and had Tom, that let me let me build on what you just said there, Tom, and let me put it to you this way, and I, I don't think we've necessarily talked about it this way before. We need Hudson, and I'm speaking from the dirt track racing fans of yeah, America. But- we, you know, I am the card carrying member. Officially, <laughs> official organization. You just started the organization. Well, you we just started. Um, <laughs> I'm a charter member, but we uh, we need guys like Hudson O'Neill that fans can be a, a fan of for 20, 25 yes. years. Yep. And he's that kind of guy that could fill that role uh, because we're not going to have guys like his father on tour forever. We're not right. going to have guys like Bloomquist forever. Um, but this is a guy <laughs> that could step right in. Scott will way. do his best, however. <laughs> I was going to say, Scott will do his best yeah. to try and prove you wrong. Steve. Scott, I think, desires to be the next Red Farmer. Something like that. Yeah. All right. By the way, speaking <laughs> of Scott Bloomquist, uh-oh, here here we go again in the rant column. Steve-O. They, did, they didn't rig another pill draw, did they? no no this 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 warrants a little bit more discussion i i think we talked about it a little bit after the dirt late model dream but there was some additional things that came out uh came to light after tom deary had some words earlier this week and some explanations behind the whole scott bloomquist drama at the dream at eldora where he uh did not participate in the drug test because he was in the hospital with a hurt shoulder and he still won the race and this and that and the other. Um, Yeah. A week later and even after reading Tom's comments earlier today, I still don't know what to make of this, honestly. Yeah, this is... um, 
I mean, uh, the, the whole reason I'm, he was able to race is because he uh, he did it exactly the way Drug Free Sport told him to do it. He supplied documentation that said he was at the hospital and all that. And Tom Deary's point was, the next opportunity we have to test him, we're going to test him. But I just don't like this. No, this is not this is not a conversation that that needs to be out in the headlines at all. Um, especially. It, it's it's a very sticky subject, Tom, because this is not you know you don't want the fans to have any doubt or question in their mind, and this whole conversation and the comments that were made, I just don't understand the motivation for those comments. I mean, what what exactly? My my question to Tom Deary would be what is what was the end game there? What were they looking to get out of making? such comments because to me there's no positive for the sport that comes out of this kind of riff to be going out in in the in you know to be debated out in the public amongst the fans and the teams and and his fellow competitors i mean until there is a positive result or a you know until there is some kind of test done I don't understand the motivation of the comments. Well, Jacob, here's the deal for me with this. This, I think Tom's position is if I say nothing, then it appears that we're ignoring it and not placing any importance on it. And, you know, there has been a lot of talk in the past. Uh That's all I'm going to say. You know, I think there's a reason why there's the conversation that we're having about this. You're not wrong. And whether... Go ahead, Steve. But but until there's a positive result... Or a negative result. Or or a negative result. Until there's a result. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but I I think I feel like that talk that's happening, because I've heard it too. I'm not going to deny that I've never heard that, because I have, but... Until we have a result one way or the other, I, I don't know if that's something we want being debated well in the fandom. Maybe not, but my question is: See, my way of handling that is if you if you if you miss a drug test, you know, you, I mean, and you're going to let them race. You know, I mean, it's like if you've got suspicion and he 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 says he's in the hospital, and I guess he was, but at the same time, you know. I just feel like, I mean, it's not like this hasn't been speculated for many years. I mean, it, it, it you're talking a couple of decades ago that I was hearing these kinds of things. And I'm not, I'm saying alleged because I'm not, all I'm saying is I think that this needs to get cleared up one way or another because I do agree with your, your larger point, Steve, that it's not a positive for the sport. But I'm actually glad to see that Tom Deary's not taking the position on this that, oh, well, okay, fine, whatever. Because I think it's too serious of an issue to just let go. And I, you know, especially in this day and age where we've had issues in other parts of the sport, other disciplines with this kind of thing, you know, I think you've got to stay on top of it. So I just hope that they can get the drug test done and the results are what they are. And to me, I think it should be totally random and it should be for everybody, not just Scott, but um, 
you know, you make it so that uh, people don't know when they're right. going to be tested. Well, and that's what it's been this year. It's right. not, you know, they, the drivers aren't notified until they get to the racetrack that they're right. going to be tested. So there, there's no, it's not supposed, it's built not to be able to cheat. The but system. wasn't the idea that they, they told him he was going to be tested in 08, but I'm at, the, you know, I was at the hospital and being. Well, no, he, he tried once and could not produce the fluid. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I misunderstood if I'm, that. If I'm Scott Bloomquist, Jacob, the first opportunity that I have, whether I'm randomly picked or not, because you know they're going to go right to them as soon as they get an opportunity. Uh-huh. But if, I, if I'm if i Scott Bloomquist, I offer myself up. Hey, go go to the drug testing company. See if, if, whether he gets picked or not. Just why? try and get in front of this deal. I mean, you know why what couldn't I mean? he have done it? That's fair. You know, I, I don't know. I Seems like there'd have to be a way to, to something like that. Randy's growling. <laughs> we need to take a break, like, yeah, quick, let's do quick, that. quick, like before we break the clock and steam starts coming out of his ears. More motorsports madness around the turn. More dirt track talk right after this on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. driver Matt Hirschman, you're listening to Motorsports Madness on the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to the Madness on the Performance Motorsports Network and also live on Spreaker. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, Cisco Scaramuza, and Dr. Dirt Steve Ovens talking racing and talking dirt track racing right now and i'm going to defer because he asked and he actually did it nicely so steve i'm going to make you wait for a minute because to talk about ohio sprint speed week i'm going to first invoke our resident ohio native chris murdoch because we have had amazingly three ohio sprint speed week races in three nights none of them have been rained out so far We've had three different winners, and one of them was Kyle Larson at Eldora. What's not to like? Yeah, it's an amazing start to this speed week, Steve. I'm really enjoying the racing that's going on here, which really pains me that I'm not in Ohio right now because I would be traveling to every one of those tracks. Larson's doing a bang-up job getting the win at Eldora and then finishing second at Waynesfield. We've got Wayne County tonight. It's just so much fun in Ohio right now, and I'm missing it. Yeah, and actually, guys, we've got a connection out at Wayne County tonight. My former co-host on Turn 5 Live, Clint Miller, is taking in the action at Wayne County tonight, and he said those cars are fast. I mean, the field is stacked. He said the track is in perfect condition, and he said that uh, one of the guys that, Almost had a win in New York last week. Dave Blaney is is struggling tonight. He may have to use a provisional to try and get in the show. And when a guy like Dave Blaney is having trouble getting in the show, you know just how stacked the field is tonight. Yes, you do. Now, I want to go back to the beginning of Speed Week, which was uh, Friday night at Attica Raceway Park. And this, to me, was really big because not only did Kyle Larson and Aaron Reitzel, who started on the front row, both run into problems during the main event, but Steve, look who was there to pick up the pieces and go on to win for the second time this season. Hi, Paul McMahon. Like, where has this come from all of a sudden? Well, Paul McMahon dominated the race at Outlaw Speedway last week in New York, and Again, just like we were talking about with Hudson O'Neill, I mean, obviously, Paul McMahon is a veteran. He is no rookie. Mm-hmm. But you just had the feeling at Outlaw last week, that, or, or a little more than a week ago now, if now, now that he's got a victory, you know, and he said at Wheatsport when they interviewed him before the dash draw, you know, he felt like now that they've got a win, that there's no reason why they can't go string two, three, four more of these in right. the next couple of weeks. So. It was, to me, no shock because you could tell, you know, that victory lane at Outlaw Speedway was super emotional for Paul because here's a guy who questioned whether or not he could still do this stuff. You know, the, when, the, when the rides dried up with the World of Outlaws and, and, you know, he had to make some tough choices, imagine what that does to a driver's psyche when they think mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe they're not cut out to do this stuff anymore. And he has come back this year to show he is 
more than capable. The talent is still there. Yes, it is. He has done a tremendous job, actually, uh, when he won on the opening night. It was two wins in the last four races, and now we've had two more since then. I said it off the top, Steve. I'll say it again. Kyle Larson wins in a winged sprint car at Eldora Speedway. What's not to like? I mean, doesn't does that not take you back to that that you know memorable night that he had that really... Uh, kind of kick-started his racing career into high gear. I mean, there's just something about Kyle Larson and Eldora Speedway that is is just magical. Um, now, this you know this wasn't the four crown, but uh, I'll tell you that that had to mean a lot to him because that is a a place that's really uh, held some special moments there for Kyle Larson. Yeah, it. it... To, uh, to say the least, it was impressive, and he had to hold off one of the hottest drivers currently on the wing sprint car circuit to do it in Aaron Reitzel, uh, for a while at least at Eldora, and it was then Aaron Reitzel who came back the very next night, by the way, ran Larson down, passed him, and drove off in the category of things I didn't think I would see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the driver with the name A.A.Ron on the yes, top wing. A.A.Ron. Which, which, by the way, that was the talk of their run through New York State. I just want to get that out there. Uh, his, his top wing was uh, just the, the talk of the race fans. Um, he had a lot of fans that he didn't have before he got to New York State there a couple weekends ago. But Reitzel, I mean, Jacob, I, I don't know what to say about Reitzel that you know, we haven't said in the past, this guy is just flat good. Mm-hmm. And and he is, and he's showing it. I mean, he had great runs both times that I got to see him in person. And one was pretty impressive at Weedsport Speedway because, uh, Tom, you can remember the days of Weedsport Speedway being a dry, slick, black, you can see your reflection in the track. It's so slick. That's what they dealt with that night. And Reitzel just he ran in the top five all race long and, awesome. and had a shot to to get the victory had it not been for Carson Macedo. But um, I just it was, it was he he's on it right now and he's going to be a guy to contend with for sure. Now, when when they rebuilt Weedsport, did they put walls all the way around? Yes, they did. They yeah, walls so, all the way around. You know, yep. that's the other thing I can remember from when I used to go there in my younger days is they, you know, you see the cars go off the banking and turn to the, come drive around into the yeah. cornfield, come back up. But, yeah, um, Aaron certainly is doing a great job. And, you know, that's a good example right there of a driver who not very many people know about, but he's one of these guys. We've talked about Logan Schuhart. We've talked about other guys like that, where if given the right situation and the right mm-hmm. opportunity, that guy has an, a, a, has the potential is what I'm trying to say to, uh, you know, to make it big. And, and certainly when you can say I beat Kyle Larson in the sprint car race, I think that's, that's saying something is Kyle's pretty good in those cars. Yeah, he's kind of sort of pretty good just a little bit. All right. So can I can I give a good sign for dirt track racing and at least for sprint car racing? Sure. Tonight's race, uh, round four of Ohio Sprint Speed Week at Wayne County, 
51 cars took time in hot laps. Yeah, see, that's... But when you have a series that comes in, and it, it, it's it's different, I think, with the World of Outlaws, but, you know, this type of a, a week-long deal brings cars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the there's no... don't do it. There's no shortage of sprint cars in PA and Ohio. Yeah. Let's, let's be clear yeah. about that, Steve. I, 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 and... I want to give a huge tip of the cap to Wayne County tonight because the the All-Star Circuit of Champions is the only division on the card tonight. Hello. For a $22 general admission ticket to go see that with the premier division, no other fluff, no other this, that, whatever. I mean, Clint said they packed the joint tonight. That's great. And And for good reason. And for any of the dirt track promoters that might be listening tonight, take a note from Wayne County because to put on a big event like this, people don't want to be there till one o'clock in the morning. Great job to Wayne County tonight. It's taken long enough just to run the heats alone. You don't need all the fluff that's going on tonight. You can really put on a great show just by putting on the premier event yes. and get it and get it in at yeah, a reasonable time. Yeah, these tracks have gotten too used to backgate support and, you know, $33 or $50 ticket prices, 22 bucks for this show. As far as I'm concerned in this day and age, fantastic. Yeah. And when you throw out some of the names that are there, Macedo, yes. Reitzel, Abreu, McMahon, Blaney, as in Stort. Dave. Yeah. Tony's running. Um, Chris Baston. Bell. I, I did not see. I did not look, see his name. He was, I, he was headed from the airport over. I did actually. Let's no, cro- I do. I saw his name on the entry list. Let's yeah. cross our fingers that he makes it. Yeah, he figured maybe uh, he'd get a quick lap at the end of we're qualifying. Through heat, well, we're he, I through was heat s- five. Yeah, he did not turn a lap in qualifying because okay. I'm looking. I'm looking at the qualifying rundown now. By the way, for anybody curious about Tony Stewart, he ended yeah, up twentieth, and he missed the cut in heat number five. Oh. LCQ? Yep. And and while you guys are talking about Tony, and I know this race was a couple couple Sundays ago, but Tony Stewart was the show at Weedsport. I know yeah, he didn't win. He didn't seventh. finish top five. He finished seventh, but he was the show. <laughs> I heard about that, and I heard that Tony seventh. was very, very smiley after that race, too, by Tom, the way. Tom, re- remember how guys used to, to go right up uh, along the where they almost went off the racetrack and turned to at Weedsport? Yep. Well, there's a wall there now, and the cushion was up against the wall. Wow. Tony would start from the bottom of turn one, let it drift out to turn two, and when the right rear tire hit the wall, he gassed it. (laughs) And he was passing cars like they were tied to a tree. I'm telling you, he was the show a couple weeks ago. We got uh, a little bit more to get to in our final segment, which is going to encompass a little bit more of NHRA that we talked about earlier, and we will also have a lightning round coming up. But first, we got to do just a little bit more business for all you listeners, so we're going to step aside, stay with us, don't go anywhere. you got three minutes, grab a snack, come back. We'll have more Motorsports Madness right around the turn. You're listening to the show live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. We'll be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Welcome back to The Madness, live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Jacob Seelman, Chris Murdoch, Tom Baker, Cisco Scaramuza, Dr. Dirt Steve Ovens, as we continue to roll on through this program. Before we get into our lightning round, Tom, we were talking about Mike Salinas earlier in the program, uh, or earlier in our second half, and his job to make it to the top fuel final at Bristol in the Thunder Valley Nationals. He, however, did not win. He was beat by the Sarge. Yeah. Tony Schumacher finally gets one, and this was a big, big weekend for Don Schumacher Oof, racing. Was it ever. Not only did they sweep the Nitro classes, but I believe somewhere in there was the 300th Nitro victory for DSR as an organization as well. Yeah, whichever uh, one you want to count as having gotten that. Uh, I think it was. It went 300 and 301. Yeah, and very so quickly. I guess whoever, yeah. Uh, now it was, you know, it was a very, I, I enjoy the broadcasts now because Dave Reef and Tony Pedregon are great. Well, yeah. And they had Matt Hagen for a little while up in the booth oh, after he, uh, after he dropped or was beaten, uh, they had him for a while up in the booth and they, they tend to do that almost every broadcast. Now they'll take a driver who's, you know, who's gotten eliminated and bring him up in the booth or her up in the booth and let them talk about the action. And it really is enjoyable to watch those broadcasts. But, yeah, Don Schumacher Racing had a huge weekend. And, and then um, on top of that, I think you could say that John Force Racing had another sort of frustrating 
Court, I mean, Courtney made it to the semis she and extended did. her points lead. Yeah, she did. But, you know, again, uh, there was a series of what it could have, should have, but didn't. You know, um, it, it, was a, it was an interesting day. I mean, some names that you're not used to seeing. We, th- we thought, I think, going in that Clay Milliken would have an opportunity to win his second Bristol in a row didn't happen. Uh, I think Milliken was one of those that was upset by Salinas, wasn't it? Yeah, and you know, and you had Antron Brown with. I mean, just it was one of those. Every time you thought you knew what was going to happen, <laughs> you were wrong. It, it, which makes it fun. That's what I've talked about before, though, and I think I said it earlier in the show. The parody in the NHRA classes is so vast now. You just never know from event to event who's going to yeah. win, and it, it really comes down to who does the best on the day. There is no – you can't forecast going into a weekend in an NHR race who, who's going to win. It seems like it's something different every weekend, and that's what I love about it. It's very pure and, and a lot of depth of competition throughout the major divisions in that series. Indeed. Now, before we talk – I mean, we, we talk about the DSR sweep in Nitro, but for good measure – how about Jeg Coughlin oh. getting his second win of the year in pro stock car? I mean, all of a sudden, Elite Motorsports has come to town, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but Summit Racing uh, and and Ken Black, those cars don't necessarily look like the cars to beat this year, which No, again, is that's shocking. what I'm saying. You never know. There's not a division out there in NHRA anymore where you can – it isn't like, oh, here goes Jason, you know, Jason Line again or whatever. It's – it's not – there's nobody who's thoroughly dominating in terms of wins. Um, it seems like it's something different every week. It was great to see Jegs get that victory, and he did it with style, and that was a very, very close final. Um, you know, Jegs is just – he's been around for so long, and it's so cool to see him able to get up there and snatch a win. Uh you know, it's it's just the, the, the personalities and the character uh, of these racers in NHRA these days is just awesome. You know, it it's so, like I said, it's so enjoyable to watch those broadcasts because you, you just always wind up being happy for whoever's day it turns out to be, you know? Exactly right. So with that, I am going to double check this, but I believe we still have one more race in the string of four straight to to wrap up the month of June. Yeah, I, remember I right. forgot where though. <laughs> well, I'll yeah, you can Norwalk. Ah, oh, one of no, my favorite okay. races. Okay. If if KB Racing is yep. going to get back yep. on the Schneid, the Summit Racing Equipment Nationals at Summit Motorsports Park in Norwalk would be the place to do it. Considering exactly. two of their three cars are sponsored by Summit Racing Equipment. Yep. Just saying. Um, by the way, Ron Caps uh, for any uh, for all you Napa Know How fans, Ron Caps <laughs> was plenty. the Funny Car final winner. Yep. At had Bristol. Yeah, yeah, Ron had plenty of Napa know-how. So let's get into the lightning round. And before we go around the table, I'm going to let Steve get in on my rant from earlier. Hey, Steve, I'm going to use a phrase that Tom has made famous on this show a few times. Cup 
light. I'm using it to describe what would normally be a great entry list in the K&M Pro Series West at Sonoma. Instead, there are five, count them, five Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series regulars on this entry list and the possibility of Happy Harvick being a sixth because the four is still TBA. Your thoughts, because we were all foaming at the mouth earlier. Well, guys, we got to sell race tickets for the race. I mean, I mean that that's why we do it is race tickets, right? Apparently. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you got Alex Bowman, William Byron, Eric Almarola, go figure. Uh, I mean, who, who else do, who am I missing? Uh, uh, Byron Almarola, Eric Jones. Bowman, Eric Jones, and uh, Suarez. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, it's- no, guys, let me throw this out there, Tom. Other than Har- the potential of Harvick being one of those drivers, I'll be very interested to see if the fandom cares about this or not. Because all of these drivers are not Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick. Well, so will the fandom have as strong a reaction? Maybe, maybe not, but here's here's why I think they may, because if you think about where it's being run, I mean, you know, you got Daniel Suarez, you got Arik Almarola. Um, I mean, those are guys that are, especially Suarez is a road course guy, and I know that he's got a strong part of his fan base that's West Coast based. Um, you know, not really too sure about Byron, perhaps, um, Bowman certainly been at Sonoma. Is, right. I mean, so, you know, I, I don't know. It just, like I said, it's very frustrating. I can understand if you're a cup rookie and you haven't had much road course time, but these, these kids, they all know how to run road courses. They've been doing it since K and N and some of them were even doing it in legends cars. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, it just seems uh, silly that they're allowing I this. I think it was put as allowing the younger guys in quotation marks yeah younger to guys. uh get How more young is on track experience <laughs> 21 at sonoma which no I no think oh eric uh sorry it, it well it's pronounced eric yes I, but i there said are two eric. eric so you okay. wouldn't think it was eric jones sorry that I was referring to but you did anyway yeah well yeah, how young you is Amarola? Uh, young, young guy. Yeah, his, not his, young. His, his gears are turning. He's so mad. There's steam pumping out of his ears. And, He's just not listening. And Kevin I Harvick is surely not a young guy. Nope. No offense, Kevin. Yeah, sorry, Kevin. All right, there lightning go. round. We got time for a few things. Question number one. If I won the lottery and could put my money towards anything in motorsports, I would blank. Everybody's mulling. Tom has an uh, idea. Well, uh, you what's the order? How are we? Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I did rush through that, didn't uh, I? Tom, Chris, Cisco, Steve. We'll let Chris go because he's okay. ready. Chris had an idea. Yeah, I'll if go next. I won the lottery just because I like him, just because he was a nice guy. If I won the lottery, I would put all my money towards finding Kaz Grala a sponsor. Or just give him enough money yeah, to put him on the racetrack. Yeah, just give him enough money. You would sponsor Kaz. Yeah, I'd sponsor I like him. that. Tom? Well, I'd throw some sponsorship at both Kaz and Moffitt, but 
really, if I won the lottery and I was going to do anything in motorsports, I'd buy myself a stable of super modifieds and take some of these kids <laughs> and give them the ride of their lives in a swiggo right with no wing. Because, there you go. yeah, that would, uh, that would be more fun than what any of these kids do in the stock car. I promise you. <laughs> That's what I would do. Cisco. Uh, I would take the money and invest in broadcasting non-NASCAR sanctioned series on a national spotlight. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Steve? Well, Tom stole my thunder because I was going to say I'd put Danny Kapazinski in a super modified again. Oh, well, yeah, oh there you go. Which, I was... which by the way, he's going to get an SBS win here soon. Uh-huh. I oh, my gosh, you he's that. done everything but. But what I would do is I would buy the now defunct and high, tall, grass-growing Rolling Wheels Raceway, <laughs> and I'd turn it back into a Friday night showpiece. There you go. You know what Wait I would... Wait a minute. You'd compete against Brewerton? Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Them's fighting words. Wow. Holy cow. This just got big in a hurry. That would take a lot of money, let me tell you, because you'd have to spend a lot to get the crown away from the D-shaped dirt demon. Yeah, you would. All right, so you know what I would do? I would take my money. I would invest it in a whole bunch of construction equipment, and I would bulldoze all these freaking cookie-cutter racetracks and build me some short tracks, dang it. I think you'd have to buy them all first, wouldn't you, before you could bulldoze them? Okay, I would buy them. I would buy them, then I'd bulldoze them, and I'd rebuild some short tracks in their place. There you go. Because what I saw over the weekend at Iowa... Why don't we have, well, the answer is uh, because the fans aren't supporting it right now. But I don't understand why the fans aren't supporting short track racing. That was awesome. And we need more of it. Well, and see, I would still, now if I was going to read, I wouldn't even reproduce Iowa. I'd I'd make make it even shorter. I didn't say I would reproduce Iowa. I would just build short tracks. I'd make a half mile that looks exactly like Iowa is what I would do. And make it nice and wide, and yeah, I would I would replicate <laughs> half miles if I was going to do anything. All Jacob, right. how dare you call out the fans of Iowa for? Not I did that in the first. Segment. I was going to say Tom did, did that, that before I could. That was my black flag for the weekend. Is we had two great races and nobody came. Yep, that is how that happened. Not the way to get a cup race. All righty. Next question. X. Fill in the X. So yeah, blank. Yeah. Blank. Blank. Yeah, for, 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 for those For those uninitiated, blank is going to score their first road course win at Sonoma on Sunday. Come on, it's not that hard to figure out who's won a lot of road course races lately. Well, what you said is going to score their first road I'm, course I'm, win. Yes, I'm saying I'm I'm saying a dri- I'm saying this is projecting that a driver who has never won on a road course wins on Sunday. Tell me who that is. But that goes what? Yeah, then he then he said <laughs> he's had a lot of wins on road or something. What? I don't know. You you confused was, yourself. No, um, I didn't confuse myself. You looked at me funny, like you were trying to figure out who hasn't won on a road course lately or ever. I mean. Well, that was, I thought, yeah, yeah okay. So, well, f- well, see, I don't necessarily ascribe that we're going to have a winner that hasn't won on a road course before because I still think that at the end of the race, we're going to be talking about Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex. Um, the only ringer I would throw in there may be Kurt Busch, 
Uh, and I don't know if he's ever won a road course race or not, but um, I'm not so sure we're going to see a first-time winner, a first-time road course winner on Sunday. So you're telling me it's not going to happen. Chris? Um, I would I would have to agree because there's just so much talent right now that's dominating the entirety of the, the the cup garage or anywhere. I mean, well, and you look at AJ Allmendinger. I mean, he's won. Yeah, so he, and he can do it. I who mean, would be the who, who? Well, I guess we could let Cisco and Steve go. To yeah, see let if either Cisco one of them and Steve feel like. go. The only person who's going to win in Sonoma who isn't one of the three normals is AJ Allmendinger. Or if Jeff Gordon kicks William Byron out of his old car <laughs> and drives on the racetrack. Well, that's the only way that someone who's not the main three. And I'll throw in Kurt Busch because, Tom, I agree with you on that. I'll buy that. Yeah, Kurt's been strong there quite a lot. Kurt Steve? Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, or Jeff Gordon breaking the glass as the 30th entry into the Sonoma Royal Rumble, basically. 40th. <laughs> but whatever. There are actu- I got Steve with that one. I'll take it. There are actually 39 cars on the entry list. All right, Steve. You heard it here first. Uh-huh. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Legas. On a road course? Hey, if yes, Carl sir. Edwards can do it in a Roush car. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go on record as saying that Michael McDowell will win <laughs> with Front Row Motorsports. On Sunday before Ricky Stenhouse wins with Roush, but go ahead. Uh, Jacob, I was going to say, I, I mean, I, I think when you when you look at, yeah, you know, when you look at Sunday, it's like, who would you envision? Who are you thinking about when you design the question? Funnily enough, exactly the driver you just mentioned, Michael, Michael McDowell. McDowell. See, my, my belief there is, though, I don't think he's got enough to win it on speed. It's no. going to have to be an but off how strategy. Many, how many times do these road course races come down to off strategy calls? It's going to have to be an off strategy call to get him the win, but I certainly think he'll show well. And keep an eye, uh, this is a driver who doesn't ascribe to the question, but if it's going to be a driver outside of the big three who has won on a road course, keep your eye on the 2012 Sonoma winner for his third win of the season, Clint Boyer. Just saying. We're going to step aside. We say goodbye when we come back. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. I'm saddened because we barely have enough time to say goodbye. This show has absolutely flown by, Tom. I wish we had more time. I hate it. Chris, I'm glad you were here in the building for this one because it was wild, it was woolly, and it was fun. It was corny. (laughs) I (laughs) I knew there was going to be one more. I had to get one more in there. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. Cisco gets the ding. Steve-O, anything from you? That was easy. (laughs) And that's how we're going to end it, folks. I'm throwing a checkered flag on this one. Thanks to Bob Steele, Sue Mason, and all the folks at PMN that helped make this show possible. For Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, Cisco Scaramuza, Steve Ovens, I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks. And if you're headed to a racetrack, we might just see you out there. You never can tell until we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up.